Hello, my friend. It's time for Super Success Secrets, the show where we discuss the world's most powerful success strategies. I'm your host, Chirag Luka, and I'm really grateful to share with you some of the ideas that I've used to become a number one best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, multiple world champion martial artist, and seven times world record holder, as well as interviewing the best thought leaders to discover the secrets to their success so that you and I can grow together, achieve our maximum potential, and become champions of life and business. Let's get started. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this episode where we discuss harnessing the power of negative thinking. Yes, you heard me right, negative thinking. Now, negative thinking is super, super, super important but we often overlook it and favor positive thinking. Now, I just want to be really clear here. I'm all for positive thinking, positive messages, and optimism. This isn't an optimist versus pessimist argument. This is about harnessing the power of both. You see, in Taoist philosophy, in Chinese philosophy, there's this concept of the yin and the yang, You've probably seen the symbol and come across it. It's that circle with the white and the black separated by a swirl. In this symbol, there is the representation of how everything in the universe has a duality. For every night, there is a day. For every up, there is a down and so on and so forth. And how, when these opposites come together, they hold the world in balance. They hold everything in oneness. This is really powerful and really, really important. That when we see that we're favouring too much of one side and we don't have enough of the opposite energy in our life, we start to notice a bit of a void. So we should look to harness the power of negativity. Now, just again, I really want to clarify that I am not for pessimism. This for me is really different. Let me explain it like this. If you and I went to the cinema right now And there was a new release, a blockbuster that everybody wants to see. And you and I are standing in that queue. And the queue goes all the way around the block twice. While we're standing in that queue, I could be really pessimistic and say, Oh, we're never going to see this film. We were too late. I think, we, you know, it's going to take so long queuing up. It's going to be terrible. We're never going to see it. They're not going to have enough spaces. I don't think there's enough seats in the cinema. I don't think we're going to make it. I think we should have left earlier. I think we were wrong to be in this queue in this place right now. And conversely, you say, I think we're going to be just fine. I think we're going to make it. I think we were just in time. I believe that there are enough spaces. Now, a few things can happen. Eventually, we'll get to the front of the queue and either we'll be told, yes, we can see the movie or no, we can't see the movie. Now, if we are told we can't see the movie, then great, I was right. However, I also just spent the last few minutes really, really stressing and being a pessimist and being really down about everything. So that was a waste of my time. Conversely, if they say, yes, you can see it, well, then I was wrong. And I've just spent the last however long I was in the queue being a pessimist and being really downbeat about everything. Versus you, if you were an optimist and they said no, 
Yes, you may be disappointed, but you'll never think to yourself, Ah, well, I just spent all that time being really happy and upbeat. Darn, it's never going to happen. You're going to be fine with that. And if you are slightly disappointed, you'll see it again next time and you have that optimistic belief. Versus if they say, yes, you can see it, then great, you were right. And you just got the benefit of spending the last two hours being really happy and having those positive feelings and being really upbeat and grateful for life. You win by being an optimist. But when it comes to the power of negative thinking, this is what I'm talking about. With negativity, Firstly, the reason we don't discuss it and the reason I think it's overlooked is because many people associate it with pain. But when we move out of the growth zone and we move, oh, sorry, when we move out of the comfort zone and we move into the growth zone, it's a little bit painful. It's a little bit challenging. It's a little bit uncomfortable. That's why we're out of the comfort zone. We go into that place of being uncomfortable so that we can grow and stretch. Like in martial arts when we're learning to do the splits or kick over our head. We're not born knowing how to do that. As we stretch, we feel uncomfortable. But eventually we can go further, which means we've grown, we've developed. And this continues. Now, yes, it's uncomfortable. This feeling of not being comfortable, we associate with growth and with moving forward. So it's okay when negative thinking produces a feeling of discomfort because that feeling shows that we're moving forward and we're growing. The other reason that I think that nobody wants to go to the class of pain, nobody wants to go and be a student of places which are uncomfortable is because we have so much positivity and we link that this positivity is the only right feeling. But like I said before, that positivity is just one piece of the puzzle. You have to have the other side of the coin too, which is the negative thinking. I learned this actually in my teens when I was studying Kung Fu with a Taoist master. I was very fortunate to spend a few days with this Taoist master and one of the things that he did was take me through a negative meditation and this was specifically for sports martial arts. It was for me to go and compete at the highest level representing my country at the world championships and he, he used this meditation. At the time I didn't understand why the meditation was so powerful or so important. It was only years later when I went to university and learned about the subconscious mind that it became like a like a light bulb moment where I understood why this meditation was so great, so powerful, and it impacted my life so very much. And if you, like me, need to know why something works before you're willing to give it a go, then you're going to love this. So I'm going to explain to you really quickly why this meditation that I'm about to share with you, and it doesn't have to be a meditation, it can just be your thought process and why it works. And it's because of the subconscious mind. Now you see the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between something that's imagined and something that's real. Think about it like this. Have you ever had one of those dreams? You know, the ones where you're running like you're being chased by something. Have you ever woken up during one of those dreams and noticed that your palms are sweating or you're in a cold sweat or your 
panting, you're breathing really heavy, or your heart is pumping at 90 miles an hour. Have you ever noticed that? The reason for this is because even though you are laying safe and sound in your own bed in the comfort of your own home, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between the imagined, meaning the the reality of you running, and what is in fact real reality, which is you being comfortable in bed. Rather, it produces the result that it always has to produce, which is for your survival. So it gives you the extra oxygen by making you breathe more heavily. The subconscious mind makes sure that your heart is pumping so blood gets to all of those muscles. Now think about it like this. I told you I learned this meditation for the purpose of sports. And if you had a peak performance psychologist who only believed in one piece of the puzzle, and that is positive thinking, what they might do is they may prepare you by saying, let's say we had a, a sports star who was a, a footballer, for example. What they may do is they may ask this footballer to imagine that they are walking on to the football field. They are, you know, how the game starts. They imagine getting the ball and how they control the ball. They imagine scoring. They imagine the crowd going wild. They imagine what their teammates are doing, where their teammates are, what they're thinking in their mind. They imagine all of these things right up to the end result. They imagine what the score will be. They imagine lifting that trophy high in the air and they imagine the crowd going crazy with excitement of how they've won. This is what sometimes a peak performance psychologist would do with a sports star. However, the subconscious mind does not know the difference between something that's imagined and something that's actually real. Which means that for this sports person, when they've imagined all of this happening, yes, they will have a sense of calm, but also their subconscious mind also believes that they have already achieved the goal. They've already achieved the success. Therefore, their subconscious mind doesn't have that want, need, crave and desire to do more, to work harder to achieve the goal. So, in some ways, you know, the subconscious will make you calmer, make you a little bit more lazy, a little bit more laid back, because you already think that you've achieved the goal because you imagined it so powerfully. And so this meditation that the Taoist master took me through had me imagine the positives and immediately then imagine the worst case scenario. And I mean like the worst case scenario. It was so bad that I had tears streaming down my face. I remember this and I was trying to be cool. You know, I was only 16 years old. So I was trying to be really cool, wiping those tears away while doing this meditation. Again, that is a testament to how powerful your subconscious mind is and how your subconscious mind can think that something that is imagined is so real that it elicits that powerful response. But anyway, so this meditation worked for me because it really gave me that yearning for the goal. It showed me the best case scenario and then took it away from me. So what I did was after I went to university and I learned about therapeutic approaches and I learned about how the subconscious mind works, I took this meditation and I shifted it around to a mindset, to an imagination exercise. So I want to share that exercise with you today 
in the hopes that it's something that you can do. Now, for me personally, I no longer do it as a meditation. I do it at any time, you know, in a waking state. I could be driving and I could be just thinking about these thoughts so that they're running in my mind. Before the World Championships last year, I did this in the shower in the morning. I was imagining this thought process that I'm about to share with you right now. And again, it gave me this such powerful feeling. And I attribute the success of those 16 world titles across the three world championships and all of the other titles. In fact, I associate pretty much everything that I ever have done since the point of training with this Taoist master to this one trick of the mind, which is harnessing the power of negative thinking. So let me explain to you exactly what I do. We don't just imagine the positive, but we start there. I'll explain why it works. So what you would do is you imagine this goal. Then you imagine everything you have to do in order to achieve this goal. And you do this from the inside. I want you to feel the feelings that you would feel when you do this. I want you to think the thoughts that you would think, see the sights you would see, imagine it, really use the power of your imagination, intelligence and concentration effectively, as I'm sure you will with this. And imagine how it would look, how it would feel from your perspective as you're on your path to achieving this goal. And then you wind the story on a little bit until you've achieved the goal and how good it feels, not just from the inside, but how good it feels from the outside. What is the result? Are people positively praising you and making you feel great? How do you feel from the inside? What's your internal motivation? I want you to imagine everything about this success and how great it feels. And then what we do is we double disassociate. So what I mean by this is that instead of feeling it in your body, I want you to imagine like you're watching the scene through a TV screen or a really large cinema screen. And then sit back and as you watch this, almost imagine like the scene winds back to the start. Right at the start, when you're about to achieve this goal, you're about to take the steps that you need to achieve this goal, which previously felt really good. Now, as you start to achieve it, as you start to, to do those things, you start to take those steps, you watch yourself and I want you to change the story and imagine everything going wrong. Imagine everything going wrong. And as you start to imagine everything going wrong, we disassociate one more time. So this time, it's almost like you're watching yourself from the control box. You're watching yourself, watching yourself on the cinema screen. And as you watch yourself on that cinema screen, and you see everything that's going wrong, and you watch yourself watching yourself, you can almost get and understand those feelings that you'd be feeling. Maybe they're not very positive feelings, but you don't have to feel them. That's why we double disassociate. So you imagine those feelings of negativity and how bad it is. And then you imagine the worst possible case scenario as the outcome. Now, what this does, and then what you do is to finish off this thought process or this meditation, you go back from the control room almost into that seat and you watch it. And it starts to rewind back to the start. And then you put yourself back into that cinema screen. So you're right there in the moment, 
in your own body. You're in the, your own body and you're about to start this journey again. Now you have the insight of the best case scenario and you have the insight of the worst possible case scenario. This does a couple of things. Number one, because you've had the best, it's almost like you've got all of those positive feelings, but instead of your subconscious mind thinking that you've already achieved and attained it, it's almost like we take it away from your subconscious mind. So now you yearn for it. You want to reach out and grab it. You have those feelings of want, need, crave, and desire. You want it. So now you're at that point. And also, what you've also done is you've had the worst case scenario and you've made peace with the worst case scenario, which means that now it's no longer a fear. There's that saying that what you resist persists. So if you're resisting change, if you're resisting the worst case scenario and you're trying to go into survive mode, you can't thrive. So you've made peace with the worst case scenario that it all happened and yet you're still alive. And now what you've done is you've taken yourself back into the screen and you're at the start of that journey. You've got the insights of both the positive and the negative. You then chase those good feelings from the positive. You've made peace with the worst feelings from the negative, And yet you try to avoid it. You want the best possible outcome. That's what puts you in good standing to achieve what you want to achieve. It's the power of the negative combined with the positive. Now, a lot of the time, like I say, we look for the positive. Social media, there's lots of positivity. Anywhere, if I sold a book right now on the power of negative thinking or meditation CDs, it would not make the bestseller list. Like I say, you know, if I taught a a seminar on this subject, it would not have a full audience. I'm always saying that we would have tumbleweed in the audience. Nobody wants to go to the class of negative thinking, but this is what the ultra successful know. This isn't just a concept that I've now made from the therapeutic processes of psychology. It in fact already existed in psychology. It already existed in Taoist practices. It already existed in yogic practices, I found out. And it already existed in in the practices of ancient Greece, ancient Rome. In Stoicism, there is the power of negative thinking. So all around the world, some of the greatest civilizations and some of the pioneers of mindfulness and peak performance have all with one unanimous voice talked about the power of negative thinking. So it's that which I wanted to share with you today. I'm really excited for you to try this and to see how it benefits you and how it propels you to achieve your maximum potential. And I mean maximum potential. Nobody wants that worst case scenario. But like I say, once you make peace with that worst case scenario, you no longer fear it. You don't have fear for it. You don't resist it. Therefore, it doesn't persist. You know you can survive that. Rather, you go from that knowing that you can survive to thriving, to wanting and yearning for the best possible result. You know the feelings of both. You want to avoid one and you want the other. We all know that we are simultaneously always moving away from pain, always moving towards pleasure. That's why this 
works. So give it a go. Let's see what your results are with the power of negative thinking. See how it benefits you and see what you feel when you do this exercise. I would love to hear from you. Let me know. Hit me up with a message from on Instagram. You can get me at, at Chirag Luca on Instagram. Really look forward to hearing your results and all the best to your success. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate you. The reason I created this podcast is so that you and I can share these powerful concepts and grow together to achieve our maximum potential and become champions of life and business. So if you have an idea for a concept that you would like us to discuss or you have a question, then please feel free to reach out on Instagram at Chirag Luca. That's C-H-I-R-A-G-L-U-K-H-A. I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to connecting with you. And until next time, stay awesome and be a super success.